coming up on episode 107 of Appetite for Distortion, the return of Tommy Stinson to the program. We're going to talk about his upcoming tour with the Lemonheads, what's going on with Bash and Pop and Cowboys in the Campfire, as well, of course, talk some GNR. And we're going to get some help from a special listener co-host, Jenna from Philly. Welcome to the podcast. Do you know where you are? Do you know where you are? is Appetite for Distortion. And welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode 107. It is Brandon coming up, part deux, with uh, Tommy Stinson. Yes, uh, I mean, you may know him, I guess, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, a very interesting era of of Guns N' Roses, a very sought-after era of Guns N' Roses as far as knowledge and music. So we're going to talk to him about, uh, he's going on tour with the Lemonheads. I mean, the guy's so incredibly busy. Uh, Bash and Pop, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Cowboys and the Campfire, and we'll, we'll see what else comes up with Tommy. Uh, so I'm going to be asking him some questions in addition to... Our very special co-host for the day, uh, AFD Show listener. If you were following us on social media, I put it out there. Do any of you want to be co-host for when I interview Tommy? And I was very happy and, and not surprised to see many of you asked. Uh, but but Jenna from Philadelphia, she is the winner. So congratulations, Jenna. How are you? Thanks, mate. Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing well. You know. I appreciate. And I think we heard your once your your voice once on the show before with the the pre recorded question to Doug Goldstein. Was that you? Right. Oh yeah, that was me. All right. So I'm like, you know what? I've heard her voice. Uh, she doesn't sound like Fran Drescher. Uh, even though. <laughs> even though. I thought I did, but. No, I think I sound like a, a male Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. Nah. Mr. Sheffield. But uh. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. I was watching that last night, no joke. Oh, my God, that's still on? Yeah, it's on, like, the uh, the Antenna channel. <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway, wow, that's that's a nice start to a GNR podcast talking about the nanny. Uh, so, so Jenna, I, I, her comment, I want to make sure that I, I, I want to read it verbatim because it was just really, I don't know, it was, it was just funny because a lot of you wrote in, you know, of course, uh, saying yes and, and specific questions and um, one of you, I'm gonna I'm gonna read your questions, uh, some follow ups to stories that Brain left when he was talking about uh, Tommy. So we're gonna get Tommy's side, hopefully, you know, his side of the story. But uh, Jenna just simply wrote this, and it was just really funny. Oh, that would be an absolute be an absolutely amazing dream come true. That's probably not good enough enough of an answer, but words are failing me at the moment. And for some. <laughs> <laughs> some reason, I was like, you don't think it's good enough? I'm going to make it good enough. <laughs> I took it like as a, as a challenge. So Maybe that was my plan all along. Maybe, maybe, but I appreciate, you know, uh, people nominating other people. Alex Anderson, Trevor Klopp, uh, Jesse Wheeler, Eric uh, Bromowitz, Alex Mendoza, uh, Rick Dunsford. I, I was giving up. I just want to say I appreciate all of you who, who submitted uh, and I do want to give a special shout out to uh, Jan Henrik from Germany, who might be the biggest Tommy Stinson fan ever. And I, I think we may get Tommy more going forward. I just think because I, I got him with no problem the second time, and they trust me. And Tommy is always doing stuff, so I want to give more opportunities. But there was something about Jenna's message. That's that's all it takes. That's all it takes. I I, I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason to the way my chemical imbalance works. Uh, <laughs> That's how it is. So I want to do a, a quick uh, shotgun news with you, uh, Jenna, right before we, we get to uh, to Tommy, if that's okay. All right. Lay it on me. News. All right. One is breaking news. And I'm going to say that you haven't listened to it, and I haven't listened to it either. But Duff McKagan just released the uh, lyric video for his uh, solo album, and it's called Tenderness. 
So I'm going to listen to this after we're done recording. But I guess with that in, in, in shotgun news, I am still following up and hopefully it will happen. But getting an interview with Shooter Jennings, who he's oh, wow. making the solo record with, who he has announced, I think, even in Philly, right? Didn't they just announce? Yeah. yeah so you're like. One Philly date, and then I think there's a date somewhere else, but I know there's, because it's at the Theater of Living Arts in Philly, and I went, yes! <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling this is the tip of the iceberg. You know, I think it's just like, all right, let's see how this goes right now. Single, couple shows. So that's just my, my thought process. So I'm going to listen to that. Uh, new Duff McKagan. Fucking so cool. I mean, we're not getting new GNR right now, but I mean, we, we're we're seeing what, what Richard is doing out on the road with Hedronics. We're getting uh, new Tommy Stinson. Of course, Slash is still out there kicking ass every night with the Conspirators. So it's 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 a real good time to be a fan of the members of the band, I guess, you know, while there's a, a little lull in, in the GNR world. I can't fault them. They just came off a huge, you know, semi-reunion tour. I'm not, I can't. Yeah. I'm not going to be too negative. And uh, the other news thing is you, I wonder. Like, you tell us about you. Like, why? You know, wh- why did you want to be a part of uh, an interview with with Tommy Stinson? Like, uh, if you can tell us a little bit about, I guess your GNR background, because I appreciate you being a listener of this podcast. But you know, some people might be intimidated uh, to you know to be on the radio uh, or a podcast, let alone interview somebody that they look up to. So, just you can just tell us a little bit about your your GNR history and. You know, what made you say, you'll never pick me? I think that I, I'm a 90s kid, right? Born in 92, I'm 26 years old, and I'm still in college. I'm going to be a music teacher one of these days. And my goal is to introduce, you know, the, my students to the music that I love, all the hard rock, and maybe in small doses because, you know, parents and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you can't but, introduce um, uh, Cannibal Corpse and, and think, and, you know, yeah, Morbid Angels and these kids. I, I got it. A lot of angry letters and stuff, but I want them to hear, you know, the music that I grew up with in the car with my dad. I grew up a foreigner in the radio and sticks hmm. and in excess for all those, you know, who remember in excess. Yeah. I know all the words, <laughs> but I was more, I was into GNR, but then there was a period in my life that I kind of fell out of it. And then I got back into it around, I think 21 years old. So I I had to listen to everything. I got my hands on everything. And then my first show was 2014, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. It was sold out. Tommy Stinson was in the band. It was great. That's so that's so cool. And that's something that I often bring attention to. But I think since the beginning of the podcast is just this band in particular and 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 seeing, you know, what bracket, what point did you get into them? You know, there are the people who've been there who are certainly well aware of the Hollywood Rose and the, and the beginnings of, of GNR. You know, I, I said I came into it after they broke up after the illusion. So I was like, this band is never getting back together. You know, at least Slash is with uh, Snake Pit right now. You know, I, I just, that's where I came into it. And there are people who come into it, in, into Chinese democracy and, and go back. So it's just, it's interesting to know like the age bracket and the influences that you have, because you may be, you know, a little younger than me, but my dad was the same growing up, classic rock radio and right. Farner and sticks. And yes, I even have in excess as well on my, on my Spotify playlist. Absolutely. Uh, so that's, so that's really cool. And I really appreciate, you know, uh, you no class today, right? You're not, you're not playing hooky. Nope. No, I'm off Fridays. Oh, good. Good for you. I, Normally am, but I guess I'm I'm not today. And I, as I always try to be in in real time, it's uh, Friday, February twenty second. Uh, thankfully, all the snow that we had uh, on Wednesday here melted immediately, like the day after. It's uh, it, it's you, it, yeah, you got more than we did. That was, and, and then it all melted. Huh. And then I heard this morning yeah. that it even snowed in Arizona. Something's going on. Something's going on here. Yeah. So we're all going down in a ball of flame. So let's go all. Uh, let's all listen to GNR while we all slowly die from this uh, global Sounds warming. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, good. So right on. So uh, Jenna, you're going to be obviously hanging out. You're going to be playing co-host uh, for Tommy Stinson for uh, this episode of the AFD show, and I really appreciate it. And uh, so it looks like, actually, you know what? I think I got to call Tommy, so uh, hold on one second. 
Hello. Hello, Tommy. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, it's Brando from uh, Appetite for Distortion. Nice. I just tried to call you back. I was on a on the line with someone from Russia. Oh, 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 well, you... I, was, I was talking. I was talking to Vladimir. Do you want this part? A little displeased with the latest, uh, you know, the latest shenanigans. <laughs> oh man, Tommy, you got to get into politics. Is that the next move? Because you're so busy. Hell no, <laughs> I can't. I can't get in politics, man. Because all they would do is fucking rape me over the Kimsa Coles, you know. But you know, my past shenanigans and. Drinking and drugs and rock and roll and all that crap, I wouldn't get anywhere with it. Hey, they all did it. You're just honest about it. <laughs> I wouldn't lie about it. I'll tell you that. Well, that's why you'd make it's an idea. well documented, apparently, as well. I, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. I appreciate, you know, of course, the last time we spoke about uh, giving me time again. And, you know, when I saw the Lemonheads with Tommy Stinson, I'm like, what? This guy is... Doing everything. He's like all over the place. He's like the ultimate like utility player and, you know, headed to the Hall of Fame in, in one, <laughs> some some way. So uh, thanks again for your time. Absolutely. And, and also I wanted to bring on because everyone loves you. You know, what, where, whatever era it's from, from your career, when I remember, of course, announcing when I first got you in that episode, just the overwhelming, overwhelming like positive response and then... Now, I'm like, you know, I can't wait to tell people I'm going to interview Tommy again. And what I like to do <laughs> on this interview is really involve the, the listener, because that's something I feel is missing from, from radio. And I try to be cool. creative with podcasting. So I offered a, a co-hosting spot for a listener, just anybody. You know, it, oh, cool. it could have been from Russia. It could have been anywhere because, it would, you know, the power of, you know, the Internet and everything. Uh, so, so on, if you've got if you if you if you can get Vladimir on the phone, uh, he's probably got some good questions for me. Get <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold of Vlad for me in Mother uh, Russia. I'm I'm, I'm just I'm kind of not kind of slightly worried that I got like you know the FBI has like been listening to my phone conversations about me bagging on fucking Vladimir Putin. <laughs> hey, now I'm an associate of yours or a comrade, so I'm I'm guilty. So we're going to, going down together. All right, good, good. And we're all going to be taped right now, probably, so good. Oh, I'm taping right now, so <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah, so we're go, all going down to flames. You, me, and uh, and Jenna from Philadelphia, who uh, won my co-hosting competition. Hey, Jenna. Hey, Hi, nice Jenna. to you. Nice to meet you. You're, like second, you're the second Jenna, you're the third Jenna that I know. Um, really? As a kid... Yeah, there's a kid in my building that my my little one goes to school with named Jenna. My friend of mine that works at a restaurant down the street named Jenna, and that makes you number three. Cool. Yeah. I'll take it. Top yeah. three. That's is pretty good. Short, yeah, I'll take it. Genevieve? Is it short for Genevieve? No, it's uh, Jennifer, believe it or not. Jennifer. Okay. All right. All right. That's that's different. The other the other older Jenna that I know that works at the restaurant. She's a Genevieve, but she goes by Jenna. Wow. It's a long name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, Jenna. So you won the contest. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? What do you guys got for me? Well, you you mentioned something. Well, Jenna's just going to, of course, have uh, you know join me in the conversation, and we're going to ask you some fan questions. Of course, some coming from her. But you, you said something uh, just now, which is a good jumping off point. You said in your building. And so you're still in, in the Hudson Valley, right? I am in the Hudson Valley. I still live in Hudson, New York. I, uh, oh. I gave up my, I sold my house and moved into a, an apartment complex so that I wouldn't have to shovel, <laughs> mow, or fix anything ever again. That is that is brilliant. Can you imagine that Tommy Stinson living in your apartment apartment complex, your condo? That'd be awesome. Oh man, I just saying. There's some funny ass people that live here, though, dude. I'm telling you, it's it's great. It's you know they're 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 young and old. It's, you know it's it's a funny. It's almost like a retirement community. <laughs> You're not there <laughs> yet. Somewhere. Um, no, but it's, it's the, the, you know, the, the clientele is a little bit like that. It's kind of funny. Do people know you? People know who you are? There's, there's a few people that have seen me around. Like, and there's a few older couples that have seen me around that heard about who I am and they, 
you know, are you that musician guy I've heard about? You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I live in the falls. You know, <laughs> that's the name of the building I live in. And it's kind of, it's a kind of a funny bit. And it's, it's sweet. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's innocuous, but nice people, you know. This is a really that's good funny. idea for a Netflix show. You know, just like like the old uh, two two seven, but with Tommy Stinson uh, instead of uh, Jack Hay or something like that. It's yeah, we go down to the, we go down the gym and work out and talk shit, and then you know go over to the uh, spa and get a get a hot tub and a steam. I mean, you know, it's all that stuff. You know, that's awesome. And I, I know you were. Uh, how did the the softball uh, tournaments go? Uh, the charity events with. Uh, Cowboys and the well, yeah. I think one was with Cowboys, one was solo. How did that go again? No, what it was was I did um, I did two benefits for the Little League Association up, up, up here, and the Little League Association of Hudson used to be a really big community event. Um, you know, twenty years ago, it was you know it was a really big deal around here, and it's kind of died off, and you know, kids and iPads and things like that. Have made the Little League Association kind of, kind of, you know, deteriorate in certain certain degree, and so I got involved in it. And I did two different shows. I did one with Cowboys and Campfire, and I did one with Bash and Pop. And a bunch of my friends came up. You know, I had Alejandro Escovedo come up and and play a show, and I had Jesse Mallon come up, um, and just a bunch of you know a bunch of my buddies, you know, just play a show and raise some money for them. Um, and it was a lot of fun, and they're asking me to do it again. I think this year is probably going to be a little bit tough because they got this lemonade tour coming up. I right. think it's going to make it a, a bit hard for me to, you know, apply myself to the whole rigmarole role that I did last year with this thing. But um, I'm going to do what I can to help them anyway. Right on. So that's why I wanted to mention because that seemed like a really cool thing that. I would hope would continue. So it sounds like it is. I mean, barring yeah, schedule, think, but that you can't help. Yeah, you know, we had a, I had a funny idea about having the uh, the cops play the fire department in a in a softball match and see like you know how much money we could raise doing that and then put some bands out there after you know that kind of thing. But we'll see if I can't pull that one together. Mm. And speaking of, because I'm going to sprinkle in some fan either questions or, or comments because uh, you mentioned Bash and Pop. So, Catron, uh, uh, I believe it's uh, said, uh, Hoyden says thank him for the second Passion Pop release. Oh well, wait, wait for the third one. It's going to come up probably by the end of the year. Awesome, uh, or by the by fall anyway. I'm, I've got three records I'm making this year, and that's one of them. Jeez, how do you? Wow. Yeah, I, I was just talking to yeah. to Jenna, who's um, still in college, and I was like, "Do you?" It was hard to find for me a job also while in college. It's frustrating, you know, because I was like, "Oh, thank you for making time." Jenna, she's like, oh, no class today. No, I'm not working. Everything is good. So, like, yeah. how do you, how do you find the time to do you know being all these different bands and and projects? Are you asking me or Jenna <laughs> uh, for the group? But I was asking you, Tommy. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's it's more it's more of a matter of me just um, having goals. Like I, you know, I, I the Cowboys and the Campfire thing. Is is a really good touring situation for me because just two of us, me and Chip Roberts, um, and we get in a van and we tour around, and, and it's it's profitable, and and we have a really good time, and we have you know sort of more one on one experiences with people, and that seems to to go a long way. The bash pop thing is my my rock and roll band. I got to have a rock and roll band, so I got to do that. And so we're gonna make a rock and roll record. And then the third one is a little bit. I got to kind of keep it under wraps a little bit, but it's um, it's gonna be more of a uh, how should I put this without giving away the giving away the goat here. Um, <laughs> um, it's gonna be more of a. Mm, more of a so more of a solo type record thing, but what I've found what I've found is I can tour um, happily doing any one of these things, whether it's solo or the duo with Chip Roberts doing the Cowboys and Campfire, or doing Bash and Pop, 
and not kill myself and still have fun doing them. But I, I have such a short attention span. It works for me to, it works better for me to have a few different projects that I can work with and tour behind so that I don't get bored and, you know, don't lose my brain. Mm-mm. Jenna, you're a musician. Is this like, does that intimidate you that Tommy has been doing this for so long and is still has the, the hunger to 40 make 40 years I've been doing this, man. 40 wow. years. Is that intimidating yeah. of you, Jenna? That, that, or is that like, do you look forward to that and say for you in in, 20, in, uh, in 40 years to be still making music like, like, like Tommy? For me, to hear somebody who started this, you know, decades and decades ago and to hear them have the same drive, the same passion, the same energy and to go out every night or every other night and give it everything they've got. That's that's incredible for me. Like I'm a future music teacher, so yeah, I'm doing what you do, but not on stage. (laughs) And my my audience is five and six year olds, but that's great that you still have that energy it gives you know me you know well this guy out here does all this touring and with these bands and makes these records if he can do it i can do it for five and six year olds just no record heck yeah heck yeah i mean you know it's 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 all i've done i mean i I mean i've I've, I've done other things and i've gotten broke like i deal jobs or whatever but this is the main thing that, like, you know, I love doing it. And, and I've been fortunate enough to make a career out of it for, like I said, 40 years now. And it's it's pretty cool. You know, it's like, uh, what else would I, I mean, I, I've, I've thought about, well, I should try some other things at some point, you know, whether it's working for UPS or whatever. But, <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's. I do have the passion for it still, and and I do still love what I do, and I still like the process of making records and writing songs and stuff. So those things are important to me and always will be. I mean, even if I did decide to go work for UPS or something like that or, you know, whatever, I'd still have that that, that uh, passion for it. Do you find yourself looking forward more now at this stage of your career as opposed to maybe, like, reflecting on everything you've accomplished? I mean, there's still plenty of... You know, new music to be had. It's not you're not at that stage where you're receiving a lifetime achievement award, but still you have enough of a resume to be like, wow, this is really cool. But you have so much ahead of you still. So where do you find yourself? You know, I'm always looking forward. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really look back at anything. I mean, you know, having been in the replacements and Guns and Roses and stuff like that, I don't really sit and ponder it all. I kind of, you know, every Every day I try to get up and you know get myself inspired to get out of get out of my myself and go to my studio and work on music. Um, uh, in the winter, it gets a little bit hard because we all get the blues. But sure, um, you know it's it's you know I still strive to do that and still try to you know keep myself active and in that. And so having three things I really have as goals this year. I kind of have to get off my ass and get working on them. <laughs> I mean, I've basically got half of each of these three records that I'm talking about done. You know, they're, they're started. So it's it's a matter of finishing up each thing and then getting them out there to the people and, and all that stuff. And lucky for me, I, I met with my record company yesterday in, in New York City and talked to them about this stuff. And they're like, Cool. All right. Sounds great for us. You know, that bash bass, that last bash and Bob record, still selling them. So it's a good deal for us. You know, we'll <laughs> nice. them out and whatever. You know, um, so that you know, I got I get encouraged by that. But you know, at least I got someone who wants to put them out when I get them done and stuff. I just gotta you know get them done. You were here. You were in the city. I was in Manhattan yesterday. Oh man, we should have. Uh... Met up. No, I'm. I'm, I'm I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even know that. And I honestly, I was supposed to come down Wednesday, but the weather was going to be so crappy. I just decided to push it to next day, and I had a doctor appointment the next day, so I had to go to the doctor. Yesterday, you know, yesterday morning, and I came down to the city after that and spent the day hanging out with fat possum folks. Oh, nice. Okay, we, we got to get you yeah. on a, an iHeartRadio uh, tour. Because I, I just uh, did one when, because uh, I mean, this is a little bit more um, intimate, I guess. 
But uh, uh-huh. yesterday I did one, and it's going to be a future episode. I know uh, recording and dates is confusing, but with Richie Faulkner talking about the new tour, new album, we have a rock division, and if you're here in the, in the city often, uh, you could talk to stations all across the country. You know. Uh, wow. So let me so let me ask you, where are you guys located? Are you guys up in that like uh, XPN? Uh, um, not XPN. Um, are you guys up located in the? Uh, Serious building? No, no. That's, that? Where are you guys at? Uh, Tribeca. Tribeca, kind of near Tribeca. the uh, the Freedom Tower-ish. Okay, cool. There's, and um, do, you guys do, like, do you guys do like live performances and stuff like that? Yeah. Studios we, and all that? Yeah, I think that... Is there one going on tonight? Hold on. Because uh, Breaking Benjamin's been here. Disturbed has been here. Um... Well, Nickelback's been here as well. Oh, wow. And Nickelback. by, Nickelback's been here. And, and by the way, I always make sh- uh, uh, sure that I uh, take a picture with everybody. So there's definitely a, a picture with me uh, with Nickelback. I don't know. It might be some country <laughs> thing going on. It might be some That's country crazy. thing going on. It's like I think it's some country thing going on uh, downstairs. But yeah, we get it all the time. Keith Sweat's been here. You know, so we have like, and uh, we also have like a Midtown uh, office, but this is where all like the radio stations are and everything like that. And, you know, given how personable you are, I'm waiting for the Tommy Stinson book one day to come out for another, something else for you to promote. So it's, it's all. That, 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 I'll talk to you all about that particular thing at the end of the year. But in the meantime, I'll come down, I'll come down with their, I'll come down there with Chip and we'll, we'll play some, some. Cowboys in the campfire for you and throw them out there and we'll do a little interview, do a thing. That would be... Okay, putting this record no. out. That would be amazing. That would absolutely would be amazing. Yeah. Thank you in advance, Tommy. Why the hell not? <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it's so funny. I was telling Jenna off the air and it's so... That's why I like having, quote, just regular people on... Because yeah. I'm a regular person who just happens to have a platform and, and made this my career. I could be doing, like you use, for example, UPS. You know, I still have a second yeah. jo- job where I listen to. Uh, you ever hear that recording that says this phone call may be monitored for quality assurance? Yes, yes. Yeah. I work for a company that does that, the monitoring. <laughs> oh, wow. So, Jenna, stay in college for as long as you can. You're never going to stop working. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. So it's I'm just a regular person, and I'm like, yeah, I spoke to Tommy before. He was nice, but I still find myself like a little nervous. Why? And then you come on, like from the get go, you're just such an overwhelmingly nice person, and you're offering to come down here to the studio. So it's like, and I'm just I'm letting my feelings out right now, Tommy. Just trying. Oh, good, good. Well, let them let them flow, man. <laughs> okay. It's okay. You're friends here. <laughs> right. Right. On, no. So that would be uh, that would be amazing. I mean, obviously, you know, happy to have you here on the phone, and obviously uh, Jenna on the phone as well. So it's a uh, it's all gravy. Uh, you know what? This might be very cool. Over your long let's career, do this, let's do this again. Let's do this again. Get more uh, contest winners and uh, have a chat with Tommy, and, and then I'll come down there and I'll I'll play it. We'll get them all in the room together. Hey, they'll if I can get a thing and videotape it, you know. If I can get, if I can get approval for that, I absolutely. They always do that at Power One Hundred Five taping stuff. So why can't I do it? You know. So you should I'm totally be able to do it. You can put that stuff on the internet, man. People just you know. Look at this goofy day. <laughs> Here's Tommy and Chip, and you know, doing <laughs> just hey. hanging out with I Heard Radio. You know, oh, I, I would certainly love it. I know my listeners uh, would, but but it's um, I couldn't help again but think about you know, talk about everything over your career and how you know grateful you, you still are. You know, like, oh, people still want the records, and people still do. But I was talking to Jenna before about how she's 26, and her introduction to you. Uh, was Guns N' Roses. And I was thinking about this actually on the way here, that my introduction to Buckethead was to Guns N' Roses. So, I mean, that's Whoa. that's very... I don't know. Jen, tell the, the story about your, your first show. Because, yeah, I don't want to tell your story. You tell it. No, I appreciate it. But I'm young. And I'm, like you said, I'm 26. So everybody constantly reminds me, oh, you missed all the fun and all that kind of stuff, which I disagree with. But... I happened to go, you guys came to Pennsylvania, you played the Sands Casino, it was Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, it was a sold out show, 8,000 people, everybody's going nuts, and I, and there I am, I must have been probably like 21 or 22, and you guys hit the stage <laughs> with such 
ferocity, such energy. And this is my first time ever seeing seeing Guns N' Roses. I hadn't seen, you know, any of the other shows or anything like that because I'm so young and, you know, school and whatnot. But finally just getting to see you guys play was amazing, for lack of a better word. And it was just the energy you had, like, I couldn't believe it that this band existed, that this band was real. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm still in uh, awe. That, that was, was my first. Yeah, well, very cool. I mean, that was, you know, that was a very good gig for me. I, I have nothing but good things to say, and I'm really stoked that, like, you know, Axel and Slash and them got back together. It was a very big deal. Um, if you, even to know those guys or to know Axel for as long as I have, um, it makes me happy that, you know, they have put their stuff aside and they're fucking out there doing their thing again. Is it bad for me to swear on this? I'm nope. Sorry. Nope. Um, it's fucking okay. <laughs> I asked that question too. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. No, but it, 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 you know, like I said, it's a great gig. it was a great gig for me for the, the 17 years it lasted, but I'm really happy that they're out there doing their thing. And it was a big, big deal for anyone that knows those cats them getting back together is it's you know not in this lifetime you know it, it, it's it's well beyond that that they actually got it together and went out there and, and are still you know out there playing together again and that's great it's a that's a great um rock and roll story to me right so. right on and before we get to some fan questions um i i want to know how the lemonhead thing came together because they're of course another legendary band like, how did you join up with them? How did that friendship happen? How did you decide to go on tour with them? Tell us about it. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Evan and I have been trying to get together and, and work on some songs for a while. We've crossed paths, but and it just hasn't worked out timing-wise. And so he... Um, he actually made this covers record down by me. I wasn't around when he was making it. I was on, I think I was on the road when he was here making the thing, except for the last day. And I still didn't even make it up there because I had my kid. But, um, um, uh, the whole, the whole thing with that really is just that we've been trying to hook up and do, we've been trying to hook up and write songs and do things for a while now. And we have the same manager and he was going to go out to Lemonheads and 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 do the you know tour behind this record. He's doing great in Europe and stuff like that. And the shows here are already starting to sell out. And John, our, our mutual manager, John Gassner, was like, "How about I throw you on the bill and you just go out and play solo? I'll put you on the bus with them. It'll be cheap. You can you know you can just you and Evan can bond and do a thing, and hopefully you'll produce a record and." That's, that's, you know, that's his, that was the idea. The idea really was more that I needed to work this summer. (laughs) Daddy's got to make some money, if you know what I'm saying. So um, that kind of was, you know, the impetus for it. But also there's a bigger, a bigger hope and a bigger um, prospect if, if all goes well. Okay. So, I mean, if I can dig deeper and you can say no comment, but perhaps a recording with them is in, in the future? You know, I mean, it's funny. I was just talking to a kid from Russia that had heard the story already somehow. I'm like, those Russians, man. Russia <laughs> I'm a third Russian, so I can say that. But that's, wow. Tapping into my phone lines here and listening to my intimate conversation <laughs> with my manager. I mean, really? But no, you know, the, 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 you know, we've been trying to do this for a while, him and I, and it just hasn't worked out timing wise or whatever yet. And song wise, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's, it's, it's very possible that if we, you know, at some point I'll be making a record with that kid and, and we'll do something really cool. Uh, at some point, you know, it's beautiful, more, more likely than unlikely at this point, I would think, but. We have nothing, you know, etch in stone or even anything. Him and I have discussed past the last time we talked about it. So all it takes is a will and a dream. Yep. Sorry, I said Keep that. Keep them all guessing. Keep them all guessing. <laughs> awesome. So uh, if you don't mind, I guess I got some uh, some fan questions uh, for you. Um, right. This was from uh, Jared, who is 
Disappointed, Jenna, that, that he did not get the co-hosting. But oh, well, uh, oh, oh I, no. what, I, what should I, I should tell you, Tommy? Uh, all, what Jenna just said because everyone came in with like a, a bunch of just questions and just seemed so prepared. Jenna's like, "Oh, that would just be a dream come true." I don't know what else to say. There was something about that that spoke to me. That's it. My nice. lack of my nice. lack of writing. <laughs> I don't know. Something about that spoke to me. So uh, Jared asks because uh, I've had Brain on the show. You know who, who you played for with during your 17 years in GNR. Uh, oh yeah, I I miss that guy. He was one of the funnier cats I've ever met. <laughs> oh, I got to play the uh, the soundbite from Brain. It's rad. He says rad a lot. Uh, it's rad. See. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> all right, I'll, all right, I'll stop. Uh, so it, it was like his Pee Wee word of the day. It was just like rad all the time. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. with uh, with Jared, so we, he refreshed my because we interviewed Brina a little while ago, and he was great. Spoke was great. Uh, he told the story about the first two times that they jammed together, you and and Brain, and he talked about the first meeting not going so well to him being not prepared. He was he was very honest and uh, and candid about that. And the second time he was given the job after one song, and I think it was you that really lit a fire. So Jared would love to hear your side of the story, if you wouldn't mind. You know, he he, he was very uh, he was very candid about <laughs> about being ill prepared. Yeah, we were about to go, and we were about to go on tour at some point soon after, and. I had this guy kind of got rid of the rest of the band for probably, I might've been like a good week or two where him and I just hunkered down and learned the, learn the songs the way they had to be done and worked together. I had to kind of, you know, get him into shape and into gear to do this stuff. Cause he couldn't just, those songs have so many parts and so many dynamics to them. You can't just kind of wing it you got to learn the goddamn song. And so that's what we had to do. And, and I had to kind of strap him down and, you know, get him to that point. Were you, cause obviously you developed a friendship, but at that time when that happened, did you, were you, I don't want to say annoyed or, but like, what was your view of it? Cause he, obviously he was, he's is and was very talented and very good at what he does. But did you just think maybe, you know, it's like a it's like a sports team. We all just got to practice more, or you know, do, what did you what did you think of that at the time? I uh, you know I was not annoyed because I loved him. I loved him from the moment I met him because he's such a funny guy. But, right. Um, so it was more like okay, well, dude, we 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 gotta hunker down and learn this shit and get it right. So at least we are good because. Guitar players don't really follow drum and bass so well, um, and in uh, in these bigger rock band scenarios. So I had to I had to kind of beat up on him a little bit. You know, I had to kind of, you know, um, you know, he'd be the first one to tell you I, I was pretty. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it again. Run it again. Here we go. You know, um, he was appreciative of it. it. He was appreciative yeah, of I it. Mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had, to, I mean, I, we had to because we literally we were going to go out and tour. It's like, and it wasn't, it wasn't that long, you know, a way that we had to get this together. And I, I saw the quickest way for us to do this is just you and me sit down. We're going to listen. We're going to play. We're going to learn these parts, these songs, and then we can play as a band. We'll have it down. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll go good. Is that something that is that something you have like a like a leadership quality or uh, some sort of you know mentoring quality that you have uh, in in whether it be Guns or any band that you kind of just have this uh, I don't know professional not I don't want to say professional I guess but you have this certain sort of way to to handle yourself that maybe you need to corral other people and, and take charge at times. You know, it happened with that with that particular band just because someone needed to do that. Okay. And, <laughs> okay. And, and, and someone needed to do that and someone needed to, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, cor- you know, like you said, corral the whole thing. I did it by just by uh, someone had to. And so I took the role and I, and I worked with it and, um, I can do that. And I, and I, and, and I can, I can, you know, lead a session. I can do a thing. Um, I I prefer to work with people that already know their shit. 
<laughs> and, um, and um, you know, when we first started playing together, I was in a room full of guys I normally wouldn't even have been in a room with playing because we were all from vastly different backgrounds musically. And I, again, like I had to kind of just, I just did my best to grab the bull by the horns and try and try and guide it to, you know, so it sounded good. The last thing you want to do is get in front of a, you know, I think our first, I think our first gig was, you know, playing rock and Rio in front of, you know, 300,000 people. It's like the last thing you want to do is get up there and suck. So it was leading up to that, that it was, you know, we had to really kind of hunker down and, you know, take it, take it seriously. And we had three guitar players. And if you have any idea what it's like to play with three guitar players at once, uh, you'll know somebody outside of the six string guitar realm has to run the show a little bit. (laughs) 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 The last thing you want is a guitar player running the show. More support to you. I'm kind of kidding. Just kind of kidding. But, but Jenna, that's a little, uh, little tip for your class there. <laughs> that's so exactly. let the guitar players run the show. Guitar lead guitar players make lousy leaders. Just I'm telling you. Oh, noted. <laughs> noted. <laughs> noted. <laughs> this is a, a question from uh, Alex Mendoza, super fan. I don't know. Maybe you know the name. Uh, can you please ask him to give Terry Reed a call? and have him on the next record. I've talked to both Tommy and Terry about this, and last I saw Terry at NAMM, uh, he still wants to hear from Tommy about it. Thanks. I just saw Terry about a month ago in, in Maryland, and uh, and um, it was great. I hadn't seen him in years. Um, still love the guy. He's, he's great, and uh, I'd love that. I, I actually was going to try and get him on a Cowboys and the Campfire song when he was in town, but I could not get a hold of him. I couldn't find, I, I had a few people that kind of knew a number, but it was an old number. So it didn't really kind of pan out, but, uh, I, I still, I still hold a hold hope that I could probably get him on something and would love to, cause he and I have crossed paths so many times over the, over the years, you know? That's the the cool thing. And the interesting thing about what, what you do and what we spoke to Richard Fortas about and, uh, and Alex Grassi, pe- people who are in, in multiple bands, because it's not like you all consider aside a block of time to play with your friends or to someone you want to play with. You all have fl- different schedules. It's it's difficult. So, you know, th- to manage that part of it is is like, is there anyone that you want to play that you have that you've been trying to play with? Obviously, the Lemonheads finally happening, but you've wanted to play with that you just haven't found the time to play with yet. Well, there's a few people. Rich For- Richard Fortas is one of them. I, I uh. told him, I talked to him recently, and I was like, dude, I think I might come down to St. Louis and hang out with you, work on some music or something, and hang out. Because I haven't seen him in ages, and he's one of my best friends. So, um, you know, I'm thinking of going on to, Seattle, to St. Louis at some point, having a visit with him and the family, and work on some stuff. But, um, one of the other people that that's you know sort of been in my in in, in that category is John from Deer Tech. He mm-hmm. he and I have talked periodically about different things, and you know him him and Marshall Crenshaw are friends, and so there was an idea like him, Marshall Crenshaw, and I starting a band together and doing a thing. I'm like I'm in, I'm in. I love Marshall, you know that'd be great. Um, and and then. My dear friend Nicole Atkins, who produced uh, a single from Bash and Pop that we did, um, that she, she did a great job on. I, she's probably going to produce the solo record that I'm going to do at the end of the year, which is one of the things I was going to keep under the under under wraps. <laughs> but um, she's one of my she's one of my dear friends and and um, one of my favorite singers right now. Um, and she had an idea, and I think I'm going to follow her. I'm going to you know, take her up on it. And at some point in the end, by the end of the year, I should, you know, during the year, I should be able to get some songs together with her for that. But, um, she had a good one and we're going to put one out. Awesome. Uh, one yeah. more, one more fan question for me. And then I know Jenna has a, another, another good one. 
Uh, this is from Dan on Twitter, RainDogs70. Uh, interesting one. Uh, with all the attention of Woodstock, uh, the 50th uh, concert, 50th anniversary concert, uh, are there any festivals planned in the Hudson Valley as an alternative? You know, God, I heard that the Mountain Fest thing just went away. I heard they're not going to do that anymore. Or Mountain, yeah. whatever. Mountain Jam? Um, yeah, I guess that's not going to happen anymore. Um, but someone's, I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I think I heard about that. I don't really know, and I'm not really much of a festival goer. I don't, I, I play festivals, but I don't really like to go to them. Okay. Just too, I have a, I have a hard time with being on that side of the stage with lots of people around, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way, too. That's why I like being behind the microphone and not being on a stage with a microphone. There you go. So I completely understand it. Jenna, go ahead with um, your your question, the other one that you had. Um, I just had one where um, I'm I'm a bass player. I don't play very well. I don't play like you, So, but I'm getting there. Um, And I wondered... Because with all, the way the music industry is changing, you know, YouTube and things like that, and I've heard so many musicians saying how different it is and things of that nature, do you have any advice for maybe younger musicians who are trying to make it in the business or, you know, who are just playing for, for you know, something that they love? Do you have any advice that you could offer us? The, the the only advice I really have given, and I've had to give this to my, my oldest daughter, who um, is a great singer and writes music on her own and stuff and has a great job uh, in, in New York City. Uh, actually, and I mean, she's not in New York City. She works in her, the company's in Jersey, but she has, there's an office in Manhattan. Mm. The thing, the thing that, I, that I always say to kids um, is that, if you really want to do it, you're always going to want to do it. And you can do it anytime you want when you got the time. But you have to remember one thing is that you need to make money to pay for a rehearsal space or you need to pay a musician if you want to make a record, you know, possibly, unless you've got kids that you've grown up with that you've got a band with that, you know, you don't have to pay them. But if you can make money as a band, you can, you know, augment your your, your income with that. You just you have to know that going in, you can't look at it as like, okay, this is how I want to make my living. I think it's I think it's way smarter to do it out of the love in your heart and a hope that you get the break. That um, like I've I've gotten like I I'm I'm one in a million. I, I tell you that right now, sincerely. There are not a lot of people that have been as lucky as I have that are way more talented than I am and that I know as musicians are way better, you know, than, you know, than I, or that I think are better than like even the replacements or Guns N' Roses, but we've been very fortunate in, in, in this life, myself, uh, I'm speaking of particularly in that we got lucky and we got lucky at the right time, right place and worked hard at it, you know, young on, but you can't count on that. And, you know, you always, the one thing is you just gotta, gotta, if you want to do it, you're going to do it anyway, but you know, have fun with it. The whole thing of playing music is it's an art form. Uh, And most of the greatest artists in the world have become famous posthumously. So you have to consider that kind of thing, whether it's, you know, you know, Picasso or whoever, you know, or, or, you know, Beethoven. And you can think of all these things, all these different art forms that um, have become famous and popular later, you know, after they're dead. And you got to kind of just kind of consider that. You know, and and do it, do what you want to do, and love it, and have fun with it. That's that's all you really can do. Because you know, I'll be honest with you, there's there's a million, millions and millions of very talented people out there that are trying to do the same thing, and there's just not enough of a uh, a place for everyone. So everyone that wants to make music should make music if they want to make music. But just keep your expectations in check and do it for the right reasons. <laughs> Very well said. Very well said. And wow. I, I appreciate yeah. the, your question, Jenna, and especially your uh, your answer, Tommy. And that's that's my approach to, to radio, and I think that's a lot of people. You know, you should do something that you love, you know, and, and, and realize it may not pan out the way that you want, but if you're happy, you know, you surround yourself with the right people, you know, good environments, you got to, you know, 
not to sound corny, but just counting your blessings for what you do have, in a way. Yeah, ex- exactly. And you know what? Maybe you get lucky, too. Like, I got lucky, you know, and, like, my other friends have gotten lucky. But it's, you know, it does it, it does take a lot of work um, and and luck. I mean, really. I mean, it's, there's still a good amount of luck involved in it, you know? Yeah, no, I'm I'm lucky the fact that I'm on the phone with you right now uh, for, for the second time. Uh, now that we're amongst friends, uh, you know, Jenna won the luck of the lottery to, to be my co-host. So I just really appreciate, you know, your time, Tommy, and, you know, the, looking forward to New Bash and Pop, a potential solo record that may or may not happen. We don't know yet. Uh, so, <laughs> so you and Cowboys in the Campfire. That's going to be the first one. Yeah. So Cowboys, what's um, what are the dates? Like, what, what's going on with with Cowboys right now? Well, we're finishing up that record. That's the, right. that's the first record that's going to be finished up here right now, and that's just uh, that's Chip Roberts and myself. I had John Doe from X play bass, upright bass on some of it which was interesting because he hadn't really played upright bass on a record before and we had a ball um, and uh, and he just showed up ready to go. It was fantastic. Um, and being that he's been a dear friend of mine for ages, it helped. <laughs> but um, yeah, now we're going to, you know, we're going to put that out probably sometime soonish. And we get a couple songs to finish up and mix and master and put a whole plan together for it. And, um, you know, hopefully that'll come out, you know, by the time I'm done with this, uh, you know, Lemonheads record, or Lemonheads tour, I should say. Right on. And you're jumping on that, um, what, in May, right? When they come uh, back to the States? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because I'm hoping to see you where uh, Richard Forrest just played with Hedronics. You're going to be my neck of the woods, uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bowl. Brooklyn uh, Bowl, yeah. yeah. And you play there with, with G&R, right? Was that no. you? You were not with that that lineup. I don't think the re- no. Did we play Brooklyn Bowl? Jeez, I mean, we might have. I know GNR I did. So many. We might have been that. Might might have been a thing. That might have been. I might have been on that. <laughs> I'll get I my. I'll get my producer on that. That doesn't exist. <laughs> there you go. All right, and uh, when are the, I, on that. and you're coming to Jenna's neck of the wood. I'm looking at the dates right now. Where is the the Philly date? Didn't you say yet? You you were looking at that. Oh, I see it. Lancaster in June. Yeah. yeah. You going to make it out? You going to make it out there or what? Yeah, I'll I'll do my damnness. <laughs> well, you you come on out, you can be my guest. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. Yeah. You you were talking about yeah. being lucky. I'm lucky. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So, Tommy, I really appreciate your time and Jenna. And no, any uh, anything else you want to say before we we let him go and, and get back to talking to his Russian spies? <laughs> I've got one more. Yeah, I think Vladimir. One question. If you don't, if you don't mind, you don't have to answer. But uh, are you able to give us one one funny story that sticks with you from your days at GNR? Are you able Are you able to do that, or should I keep mum? You know, I should probably keep that mums for the book. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, I, I, I can't think of anything that comes off the top of my head. Otherwise, I'd share it with you right now. All right. Because sometimes it's like this silly story you may not think of. It doesn't have to be anything, um, you know, like the dirt movie coming out. It doesn't have to be any dirt. But uh, I don't know, yeah. like, you know, maybe one day, uh, you know, sleepwalking. Axel slept walk naked into your room by accident. I mean, I... No. Okay, just, just making sure. No, that, did, that didn't happen. But <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of those stories start with a bad thing that turns funny. Okay. I don't know if I want to go down that road right now. No, that's that's fine. Actually, I, I like the answer of uh, the book. Hopefully, that's that. You know, that wasn't a metaphoric book, but uh, you actually do put out one because not just with your your resume, your musical resume, but like the answer you just gave uh, as far as advice. I know it would come out, you know, really well written and and. Uh, inspiring so you know uh, i look forward to the future autobiography from uh, tommy stinson yeah very cool well hey let's do this again next month get another contest winner up there next month sure (laughs) anytime you want tommy anytime you want to do this let's do them once a month i would do that now i'm like i'm flustered because you're officially now i have to play this the soundbite to uh to make things more awkward 
You're a bad apple. That's what I call my listeners. Like, Jenna's a bad apple. You're a bad apple too, Tommy. So, yeah, we can have the uh, the monthly residency of Tommy Stinson. I have no problem with that. I'll, I'll give you the updates as they, as they occur. Cool. That's fine by me. Send me, you know, whatever. You know, you can bring Chip on next time, of course. You know, anything you yeah. you want to do. You can be in, in Jenna's spot and play co-host, and perhaps there's somebody you want to interview. You know, we can we can oh, go. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah. I've got to dig that, yeah. We did that we'll with. Brett Miller. We'll give him a, we'll give him a piece of our mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Because I did that with um, a former, I guess, former manager of yours. Because I, I forget how long Doug Goldstein was in there. It was, Doug was my co-host and we interviewed the Use Your Illusion chiropractor, the Torah chiropractor. And it was awesome. Wow. How long, how long ago was that? Oh, my God. Just a few episodes ago. Maybe a month ago. Really? He, how was he doing? I haven't seen that guy since I joined the band. Dr. Stephen Thaxton? Hmm? Dr. Stephen Thaxton? I, I don't know. I don't know him. I, Doug Goldstein was the one I was wondering. Oh, that's who you're wondering about. Okay, forgive me. And though Doug is... Is doing well uh, right now. I think he just moved to Texas. He's he's working with uh, opioid addiction. He's working with something called Matthew's Hope. You know, good traveling the country wow. talking about uh, opioid addiction. Uh, so, I mean, whoa, yeah. So I know people uh, may have their opinions on on Doug, but he's been nothing but a sweetheart to me, and he's been on the show a couple cool. times. Uh, do you have um, from your voice? You sound like you have good memories of him. A good time with him. You know, he, you know, when I joined the band, he was the manager and he went out kind of in a, in a blaze and it was kind of messed up, but, uh, you know, I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> but I wondered, I often wonder about him, like what, you know, I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think things just got kind of screwed up, you know, for all of it. Mm. Well, he's on. Uh, well, I don't think your 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 team is active on social media. He's on Twitter, but otherwise, I mean, if you want off the air, I can give you his uh, his number. I know he would really appreciate it. He sends nothing but love to you know the band. He's a fan of the podcast. He's just it's been you know in addition to talking to you and meeting cool strangers right. like Jenna. I mean, it's uh, Doug was another somebody who just calls me randomly sometimes. It's 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 quite surreal. Wow. Very cool, man. Awesome. Well, hey, you figure out how you want to do this next month and give me a call, all right? You got it. No, I appreciate everything, Tommy. You have a great day, and I'm looking forward to just your your whole platter of uh, projects coming up. <laughs> all right, man. I'll talk to you soon. You got it, Tommy. You have take care. Have a good weekend, you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a good weekend. You too. All right, you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that went better than I expected. I feel like I forgot how nice he was, and... You know, I I like to throw out my Jewish guilt. Oh, you should have visited me. Chances are he was probably booked all day when he was in the city yesterday, so it's no big deal. But it's like right. to come down to the studio and play and, and to come on. I mean, it sounds my. I don't know how about you, but I, I it's so hard to for me to believe when good things happen. I'm like, is he is he kidding about the monthly thing? Is he kidding about the coming down? Is he just no, pulling my leg? Yeah. <laughs> It makes me jealous that uh, you guys both live in New York and you're going to have all this fun without me. Uh, well, that shows you <laughs> that you're Philly. that shows you that you're from Philly because uh, the Hudson Valley is like where I am an hour and a half, two hours. So it's it's not as uh, easy as a trek. But I mean, obviously, if it comes down here and if we do, you know, some sort of contest, because, uh, you know, as far as people coming down to watch, um, I'm sure. You know, Philly's not that far of a drive. I mean, sure, you can do it to hang out with Tommy Stinson in a in a radio studio. I think that we'll... would make the rest of my entire life <laughs> be able to do that and hang out with him and see him in action again. How great would that be? Oh, it'd be crazy. But we're, we're going to cross that bridge because I got I got to wrap my head around what he just said. You know, a lot of stuff. I mean, it's you know, again, just being overwhelmed and, and surprised by his his sense of humor and his intelligence. Uh, but just like everything he's working on, I'm like, all right, I know he's going on tour with the Lemonheads. I'm sure he's got stuff going on with Cowboys in the Campfire. But new Cowboys, Bash and Pop, solo stuff, potentially new record with, with the Lemonheads. Uh, book. I mean, it's just, whoa. Whoa, that was just, that was a lot. That was a lot he, he shared. And uh, I'm glad that we 
uh, at least, and I appreciate your question, uh, asking for fun stories, because some people don't want to talk about it. And he even kind of yeah, said... that's totally that's totally fine. Which is fine, as long as we ask, but I like the answer that it's going to be in a book. And that's why... I do, too. See, that's all you can... I don't want to take anyone's stories away. That's why I, I'll even tell Doug Goldstein, I'm like, don't tell me all your stories. Save it for yourself. You know, you could tell me some cool stuff, you know, maybe things that you're going to leave on the cutting room floor. I appreciate that. You're interesting enough of a guy. You don't need to give me everything. Uh, save it for the book. Save it for yourself. So I'm, 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 I'm totally cool with, uh, with that. But this was your, your first, uh, your first interview. How did, uh, how did it, you feel? How did it, how did it go? Do you feel that you're, you're ready to interview, you know, Axl Rose or Bono or Cher? Are you going to, are you going to be, are you going to blow up on me? Are you going to forget me uh. when you're famous? Never. I promise never. I'll come and visit and share my escapades. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Are you going to um, so are you going to tell any of the, uh, your students about this? Uh like any maybe the, the advice did you learn anything uh, in addition to just having fun? Absolutely. I think what he said about, you know, making sure that you also have the resources to do what you want to do. It's not just about making music. It's about can you do it? with the resources you have, you know, do you, you have to have the money to do it. It's not just a, I don't want to say pipe dream, but it's, it's, there's more behind it than just the, I want to make music. You're right. You've got to have more, there's got to be more behind it. Yeah. And I think that's great advice for, especially a lot of my friends who are learning to play and hoping to set up a band. I have a friend who's moving to Seattle because he wants to start a band. So maybe I'll pass that advice on to him. See if it sticks. Moving to Seattle, he may have missed the uh, the Seattle wave by uh, a a couple decades. I think so too. But still, I wasn't gonna tell him. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. All good music can come from uh, from anywhere. So uh, I I really appreciate you know you coming on, Jenna, helping me interview uh, Tommy. Um, you're just a private citizen, but I know sometimes you do. Like, is there anything like? social media like do you have a twitter or instagram you want people to to follow or do you just want to be incognito um i actually i have a twitter but i don't use it i don't even check it okay so to all intents and purposes it doesn't exist the only thing that i i run is my guns and roses fan page and that's it yeah so tell (laughs) us tell us because there are plenty out Um, there some definitely better than others we we're called everything guns and roses there's like five thousand of us or something like that it's it's great it's a nice family you know you're welcome to to pop in of course you know we talk about everything you know it's just a great bunch of people to be around that's a lot of friends in there good that's the important thing i find with these groups it's not just you know uh the sharing of gnr music and pictures and things like that you know fan cool fan stuff but it's the it's the actual group. It's the people who comment and who can say, hey, you know what? I don't like that version of GNR as much as this one, but that's okay that you do. Just like you. Right. you. You came into it with Tommy Stinson. That's cool. That's totally cool. And uh, it's, it's it's some of, as we've talked about in this podcast, some fans get a little too possessive of their yeah. opinion. So, uh, you know, based upon your, your personality and, and running it, you know... Uh, it's a quality. It's a quality group, and just where fans can can chat because it's um, you know, it, it, it's hard. It, it's it's sometimes it's it's hard out there to find. It's on the internet to find people who are an asshole. So you want to be a part of a good group. Absolutely, and that's what we we work so hard to make this about. So come on, join us. It'll be great. We'll talk about it. It'll be cool. Well, I'm sold. Thank you for having me on. I I appreciate it. No, you're you're absolutely welcome. I appreciate you know you you listening, you 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 asking. You know, uh, again, I mentioned earlier. You know, your 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 comment it seems so. You know, I can just glaze glaze over it. Oh, that would be a dream come true, and uh, but I have nothing to say. But there were so many informative questions that I got, and I'm like, I just can't pick one uber GNR nerd over the other. And I admit, most of my listeners know more about Guns N' Roses than I do. Uh, but there was something about the way you it sounded it sound like something that I would say like uh, I'm like oh that would be, like if I was at a loss for words so something I identified with but I don't want anyone to be uh, discouraged because as Tommy said you know was, uh, we'll see how it goes you never know uh, but monthly so maybe there'll be a 
he seemed to be he seemed to really enjoy your presence and, and encourage this. So, you know, if we do a monthly thing, a monthly co-host with Tommy Stinson, oh fucking, I'm, who? What other show does that? No other show. Right? Not even like a Guns no N' Roses show. No other show does this. So no. So just just keep your, you know, your 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 eyes peeled on the uh, the the social media, Facebook.com slash the AFD show. Even though Jenna doesn't use her Twitter, I do. Uh, at the AFD show. Um, and sometimes I'll just announce, like with Tommy, hey, anyone want to co-host? Or like when uh, the interview we just did with uh, Michael Sweet, I just I thought of somebody. And you know, sometimes it's a friend, sometimes it's another listener that I reach out to. It's just someone that you know. I Scotto Ian is still my friend, but I think it's it him leaving really opened up this, uh, and I mean this in the most positive way. Really opened up the creativity uh, to what I can do. You know, it wasn't just right. us interview. It's just like, all right, what what can I do with this slot or with this uh this this now void that Ian left? And I think I I, I filled it with you guys. So I, I I don't know. I think that's a fair trade off. I think. And we appreciate it immensely. I think I speak for other people, maybe when I say that. Hey, as long as one person appreciates it, I guess I'm doing something right. So just keep yeah. your your eyes and your ears uh, peeled for all that stuff. Uh, so thank you, Eugenia. Uh, that that does it for episode 106 of. Oh, and it's not 106. I think it's episode. I got to look this up. This is crazy. <laughs> that does it for episode 107. My God, I'm losing. I I I think once I hit triple digits, I just like forgot how to count. So episode 107 of Appetite for Distortion. Just keep it locked. Also on the social medias as far as future guests. I did not expect to get Tommy again and the, to potentially have a monthly residency, so you never know. I never know what's going to happen. So uh, keep following us on uh, AlternativeNation.net, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, uh, iTunes. Uh, I don't know if I'm forgetting any. Just just, just keep just follow and subscribe, and uh, it's, everything is appreciated. So as far as the next episode, what's going to happen? When is it going to happen? Well, in the words of Axel Rhodes concerning a Chinese democracy, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. No! Fuck it! No! Thanks to the lame-ass security, I'm going home. <laughs>